Hello. My name is Dr. Mercurio Arborea, and I am the founder of the Arborea Institute. Through our unique blend of benign pharmacology, sensory therapy, and energy sculpting, we can guide you to a new, better, happier you. You're about to embark on a great journey. Let the new age of enlightenment begin. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea. A new world order. It's no longer a theory. What I'm about to say is fact. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. They have planned and are now leading us into a one-world communist government. Welcome useless eaters to the Odd Man Out podcast, where we talk about hidden history, deep political policy, occult deconstruction, economics, religion, and philosophy. I'm your rabbit hole aficionado, the Odd Man. Welcome. The affirmative task we have now is, uh, is to actually... Um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. Public policy could itself become the captain of a scientific, technological elite. And when that first cocaine was smuggled in on a ship, it may as well have been a deadly bacteria so much as it hurt the body, the soul of our country. But take my word for it, this scourge will stop. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that my guest for this episode, New York Patriot, contacted me the very next day after we did the show and told me that he and his partner Lux, who do the Occult Rejects podcast, and they do have a video feed that was doing pretty well on YouTube, well, of course, their account got deleted. And they haven't even been out that long, but obviously they're saying things that the powers that be do not want to get out. So I just encourage you to make sure you check out the show notes in this show. Check out their bit shoot and all their other links and uh, give them some love because, as I keep saying, the censorship is on more than ever and we're against the corporations and the very well-backed podcasts who are putting out things sometimes that they want people to think is important esoteric information or hidden information that can change your life. But a lot of times what they are putting out is just BS to sidetrack you and put you down the wrong rabbit hole. Not everyone, of course, but there are quite a few like that. So I just suggest that you support NY Patriot and the Occult Rejects, even though we don't agree on everything. This is very important information that they're getting out to you. And I try to do similar things in a different way. So support those small-time guys, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. What's up, guys? Looking forward to this episode all week. Today, we are talking with New York Patriot, and this guy is awesome. I heard him on my friend Jack's show, Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence, and uh, we started talking, and uh, we're like, yeah, we definitely got to do a show together. His information is different, it's interesting, and he's got a, a lot of knowledge to bring to the table. Uh, he's got two podcasts, and so you need to check both of them out. And really, uh, I think once you 
hear this episode, you'll become a listener of his as well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so we have New York Patriot on this week, man. How you doing? Great, great. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, uh, I'm, this is great. I'm loving absolutely, it. man. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's good to finally get to talk with you. And yes, you've got quite the story. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and another thing like you even mentioned, it's like, I think like you said that my stuff tends to be a little bit different. Um, I think because of that is because like, there's a lot of occult knowledge out there that I think people think is knowledge. And it's really like, it's the most basic way to explain something that it's almost wrong. So sometimes when I have certain stuff, it might sound a little out there, but it's because I'm explaining it a little bit better, actually. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been saying, uh, I think I even said it to um, Michael one, but some of the things that people look at as a cult are just common sense, you know, and we've uh, lost a lot of common sense. So, you know, or I mean, even things like I've heard people like they'll talk about like um, you know, the Beatles album cover, They're like, oh, those are all signs from um, actually specific you know gestures that you would do in rituals. People will even like they might be correct on which ones they are, but then they'll have like the worst description of like what it meant. I'm like, you oh, yeah. were right with pointing out that it is actually hand gestures or whatever for stuff for uh, rituals, but you were completely wrong about what you said it was about, like stuff like that. And gotcha, that gotcha. will change you know, completely, it will com completely change everything now. Yeah. Um, I, I know. And I've been bad about this in the past, especially when I started realizing that there's this hidden world of everything that because I find out one little thing or, or, you know, some hand sign or, or some meaning behind some symbology, but I had, I didn't have the bigger picture. And I just thought, you know, I knew everything because I was finding out a few of these hidden things that other people, you know, normal people didn't know. And I see people do that all the time. They think they're experts when they just know one little thing here or there, and they may not even fully grasp it. So. Yeah. Like, you know, it was probably like two weeks ago. Uh, I'm not going to get into it now, but I did put up something on my page that was kind of like shitting on another, on, on another show, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, because I was exposing to how I think the person's actually, you know, neither a psyop or he's a ceremonial magician himself and he has an agenda and people were shitting on me, you know, and I was like, well, well, let's have a discussion about the Kabbalah. Let's talk about tarot. Let's talk about planetary magic. Let's talk about the paths and the spheres on the tree. And when I realize that you actually know more than me, then I'll let you give your explanation. But odds are, and I'm not even being cocky, you're just some dude sitting behind a phone that thinks you know something and you really don't. And you're discrediting right. stuff that's actually true. Yeah. And that's yeah. happening a lot on the Internet, unfortunately. Oh, man. I <laughs> Memes I, become I, gospel. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. For sure. So I guess uh, maybe you could give the people a little bit of your background sure. so they'll kind of know where you're coming from and how you've acquired the knowledge and, uh, you know, just that, like maybe briefly kind of just scan over that. Sure, for sure. Well, one thing I did want to say, too, that you were mentioning, like we we're talking about not um, fully understanding something that even goes on in the secret societies, too. They don't they will give you like a half ants truth to stuff that, and you'll have to figure it out on yourself or have an experience. So like even being in a secret society doesn't necessarily mean that you will actually know really anything. I just wanted to put that right. out there too, that it's, it's, it's as it is in the public, it's the same way. Once you get into a secret society, there's still a, you know, a pyramid of knowledge or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I know. I wanted to add that. Really. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's I'm glad you did. I, I know um, I was just reading a book last night um, and I'd read those quotes before, but it was there was one by Albert Pike and then there was one by Manly P. Hall. And they were talking about that same thing, you know, that in, in as far as Freemasonry goes, you know, that you don't learn these things that only adepts know until you get up there. And so I think Pike's even got a famous quote where you actually, he actually tells you that they fool the lower levels until they're supposedly ready to learn the truth. Yeah. Crowley used to say he had in Libra Oz and, you know, I think he was even saying it to like his own people in the OTO. He says the slaves will serve. And yeah. that's actually what I'm going to get into that about why I left is because I really found that to be, I mean, very hard hitting. When I yeah. when I noticed what was going on in the OTO, I'm like, yo, this is all just more slaves. It's insane. Yeah, I remember uh, hearing somebody go over that, uh, some of his quotes about that. And I was like, wow, I'm, you know, nobody ever talks about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's very interesting for sure. But yeah, so I, um, you know, believe it or not, you know, it's not hard. And I'm not saying this so people will go out and join one, but it is not hard. I'll get that out of the way. It's not hard to find these places if you want to join them. You know, if you know what kind of secret society you want to get into, you spend a couple of minutes on Google, you will find like neither a website or you'll find something to where you can find a contact for the closest place to you if you want to go to it. So it's not like this you know, secret thing to even get into these places. And that's basically what how I found it. Um, I was always interested in this stuff. You know, I started you know, they call it red pilling now. So, I mean, I guess I'll say back in 2010, you know, I started, or maybe a little bit prior is when I really started getting into like, something isn't right. You know, something is off out there. We're being lied to about something that was around the time that happened for me. And um, I quickly kind of started to believe that these secret societies uh, were definitely involved somewhere. You know, there was you know, somewhere in that pyramid they're involved. So I, you know, started digging into stuff like that and, I really truly started to believe like that we are in some kind of, you know, I hate to use the word matrix, but you know, some kind of prison. And I do think uh, that's part of what's keeping us in it. So in my mind, I'm like, well, the, I guess the best way to stay out of it is to learn and learn it myself and like try to like use it myself to stay free. As yeah. weird as that might sound, it was my intentions in joining a secret society was never to like, you know, I'm going to put curses on people and, you know, do stuff like that. It was that was never the intentions. But um, so I, I found one that was close to me. It was the OTO. Um, I was a little bit more actually. Uh, I would have liked the Golden Dawn probably because I really wasn't. I'll be totally honest. When it comes to, a, I guess, an OTO member, I'm probably one of the worst when it comes to like Crowley, because I do think he was a piece of shit. I do think he was a very disturbed person. I, but I will admit, I think when it came to occultism, he was a genius and it was his ego that just you know kept him a piece of shit. He never took care of his ego. So he just mm -hmm. remained a horrible person. Um, <clears throat> but so I had assumed one, the Golden Dawn, there wasn't one near me. And, and two, the Golden Dawn from stuff that I've seen. And, you know, the guy I do the show with, he even said it's just very expensive because they have very, you know, they're very extra with their outfits and all the tools and stuff. It would just be a very expensive uh, hobby to get into. So I was like, you know what? <clears throat> the OTO is structured like any other any other ones because I, I wanted to get into something that kind of had a structure to it. Or it was like, you know, this is how we got results this is a suggested, you know, suggested thing to do. I wanted to kind of follow a plan instead of more of like, uh, 
you know, not, not to shit on witches or anything, but I'm like, I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm going to hold a quartz crystal in my hand, throw some lavender over my shoulder. And like, you know, I'm changing the world. It doesn't work like that. So I didn't want to get into something <laughs> like that because I knew it was just a bunch of fluff, you know? Right, right. So I, I, I went with uh, that. <clears throat> um, there was one very close to me, actually, probably about 25 minutes away. And even that was with maybe some traffic. I was actually blown away. I was like, wow, I actually have one that close to me. So uh, I contacted them and they, um, they, you know, they'll, you have like an email or sometimes I'll have like a Facebook page. I mean, they have uh, YouTube accounts. I mean, it's actually really easy to find these places and uh, got in touch with somebody. And then they, they, I think I found out like the calendar or whatever of their events. And then uh, I picked a mass to go to. They have the Gnostic mass, which is like almost their version of church and uh, which was written by Alistair Crowley also. And it was kind of, um, he says it was influenced by Russian Orthodox also, but it, it, in my opinion, it's basically watching like almost like a play of uh, my opinion. It's showing you crossing the abyss and coming back. And uh, that was the first thing that I had went to. And then uh, I was like, all right, you know, it, it, and it was weird. It was weird to me. You can even find them on YouTube. Uh, there's one that will show the nudity because there is nudity in it. The, the priest, pri priestess will get naked. Um, that did weird me out <laughs> somehow, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't even, I'm going to be totally honest with you. It was so uncomfortable. I wasn't even like, Oh, tits, you know, when trying to check it out, it was right, just actually, right. it was uncomfortable. I couldn't even look at the girl and be like, Ooh, you know, I was yeah. just like, oh. I, in my head, honestly, what I was thinking, if something else weirder happens, I'm getting the hell out of here. Right. But that was like the most weirdest thing is that she sat up on the altar, like with no shirt on, but, uh, you know, I said that I continue to go. And then uh, eventually I <clears throat> took my Minerval, which makes you an honored guest. And then you can start going to closed meetings or closed uh, masses, which could be a little bit different or they'll be a little bit more specified. Like it might be specific rituals only closed people can go to. Um, and, uh, you know, I did that for for a while and, uh, you know, eventually became, you know, and then I'll admit to the first. That's all I'll admit to. Um, but I did, you know, become legit member of the OTO for a while. And uh, I mean, I guess uh, my idea of why I even joined had changed at times too, or like why I was still there. Um, I will even say like myself and, you know, it's funny how it happens with a lot of other people there too. You almost kind of forget about like, if you're into conspiracies, it's like almost all of a sudden, somehow I started to forget all about the stuff that I had thought of and actually started to believe like, this stuff may not really be what I thought it was. It really may not be as powerful as I thought it was. And it got to the point to where I literally did believe in like the psychological aspect and really didn't think that there was like really magic with a K like where you're actually like changing like your surroundings or like actually like real magic. I didn't yeah. think that really existed much. I thought it was all like um, all these powerful people were just able to be balanced in their it's, to think more statistically and logically more on the right side of the brain than the left side of the brain. And I figured that that's what made them, you know, kind of, uh, <clears throat> that's what made them successful. I didn't think it was any like stuff that I used to think prior. So I had stayed longer because of really thinking like, Oh, a lot of this is just like show it's, it's just an expression. It's not really like as bad as it looks that kept me for a while. And then, um, some things just started to happen within my own work. And then things just with the lodge didn't make sense, especially once some, um, you know, I had had these experiences prior to COVID and then the whole George Floyd thing. 
that had already made me want to um, stop practicing and probably leave anyway, because I just started realizing like this stuff may actually be to the extent that I used to think it was. And if things are happening to me when I'm not trying to do that, that's scary, you know, and I'll admit it, I'll admit it. I totally, you know, for a few different reasons, I totally bitched out. I was just like, I, one, I don't know if I can handle this. And two, I don't know if I'm a good enough person to not become a piece of shit knowing what I know or doing what I can do. That's a very hard thing to do, in my opinion, is to be able to do real magic with a K and not be a piece of shit. That's going to be very hard. So I, I was just like, this isn't comfortable with me anymore. And the lodge itself, I really want to add to pushes a very hard leftist ideology mm. which uh they're not really supposed to do um i will say the oto is not really even supposed to say anything about any organizations either it's just the oto you shouldn't have anything to say about something that's not stopping you from doing your will if like put it this way you really shouldn't they shouldn't have been pushing they started promoting in zoom meetings antifa and blm and i was like wow. i'm out i'm out no yeah. more. Um, you're not supposed to be doing that. And I mean, and I hate to say it, and this this is what kind of goes along with the whole thelemic phrase, do what that will should be the whole of the law. Love is the law, love under will. Basically, I'm going to live my life the way I see fit, the way I want to, as long as I'm not stopping the next person from living their life the same way. Yeah. So in that aspect, and this is going to sound very horrible, but whatever happened to George Floyd didn't stop me from doing anything else. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is be totally honest. It didn't affect me at all. So why am I supposed to all of a sudden be triggered? And now I got to go out there and protest. Like they're trying to get protests together. Oh, wow. So I'm just like, uh, thinking about it afterwards. I'm like, this is like very much actually the total opposite of what you preach. And to be totally honest with you, I'm going to be 100% legit. Um, if anybody hears this and they don't like it, I'm sorry to say it. If you are of the liberal mind, you will get nowhere in magic. You'll never practice actual real magic with a K. You will never know what that is because you are too tied to emotions mm. and feelings. You need to completely get out of the left side of your brain to make anything happen. And wow, pushing sense. the leftist ideology is pushing you into the left side of the brain. It's all fears, wants, needs. You know, it's all being stuck to this world. You, you cannot have that if you want to actually leave this world and do real magic. Ah, that makes sense because, yes. you know, it doesn't take a genius to figure out, you know, once you kind of separate yourself or get away from the two parties that, you know, and there's plenty wrong with the right too, but man, the left oh, for sure, is just for sure. so emotionally based and you go on pretty much any of the pundits or any of the more left-leaning institutions or you know especially these big globalist ones and it's just like emotional appeal after emotional appeal and then and then biden you know they're they're like pulling all the heartstrings and trying to pretend like they're going to make everything fair and balanced and wonderful and equal and all. i mean i knew yes, they would do yes. that and see and that the thing is is that you know like i said they were pushing that stuff a lot um I don't like want to like so much talk so much shit about the specific people there, but I will say also, uh, you know, it seemed like any kind of weird sexual identity was like by far accepted, which I mean, whatever it is, what it is. Um, 
but like almost like those people were kind of like the ones that were respected more kind of higher up a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, part of the, the click the cool kid click of the lodge you know so like uh, you see this stuff and it's like you know sexuality is one of the best things to use if you want to start throwing handcuffs on people that's actually yeah. a great thing to use so i'm like you know why is it that you the whole idea of of really magic or, or be, being a ceremonial magician I should put it that way the whole purpose of that is to become a well-balanced individual who's like not ruled by emotions and stuff. So why are you promoting all of that other, all this stuff, actually? Like Mm -hmm. everything is about feelings. It basically was being filled in a lodge of SJWs. Yeah. So that does, that goes totally against of what you're supposed to stand for. So there's two things that are going to happen. Neither one, it's going to crumble because it's just filled with people like that. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. Or it's happening for a reason. It's They want it to be like that. And that in, is where I think it entails that even in the secret societies, the people that they know that can be ruled and used with emotions, they're going to use you for whatever they want you to, you know, whatever they want you to do in the order if you get high up enough. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you're not really ever going to know any truth. You know, it's like the pyramid again, and they're using the people that are, you know, filled with emotions and run their lives on emotions, you know, as, uh, as slaves themselves, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, I, I cannot be a part of that. You know, it really, it actually, it really started making a lot more sense once I started, like once they started promoting actual stuff, you know, I had already had the idea. I was like, yo, this doesn't, this place like seems a little off. These people like I, I would never have hung out with them myself, <laughs> except for like maybe two or three of them. It just was yeah. not, it just didn't seem to make sense. Something seemed off, you know, and I dealt with it for years. Uh, I was very much to myself. I had like one or two other friends that were a little bit on like the same page that I was on. You know, sometimes I would only go if they were going, but uh, eventually I was just like, this, this is just, this, this break, this broke the straw. <laughs> like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, regardless of my own experiences, just what they were even going on, like I can't even I can't subscribe to this. And it's just in my opinion, this is more of the psyop that's just going on. It's a part of the yeah. side pushing a leftist ideology. Well, you know, that kind of brings me to uh, a couple of our messages we talked about um, over last week is like, you know, the psyop and, and the um, emotional appeal, the social conditioning the psychological uh, propaganda i guess what i'm trying to say oh yeah out there in the, huge uh, huge it, it, to, to me it kind of seems like there is uh it's kind of um a magic to that a magical aspect to that um oh i by far i think that's exactly what i think uh, a lot of i think a lot of it has to do with this type of stuff and i will even say I don't know specifically just the OTO, what uh, some of the things going on nowadays, I would not be surprised if they were a part of uh, making that happen, because I do think very much so they're into like egregores or um, I will say my opinion, what I think Crowley's whole mission was, was to pretty much, it was like a double-edged sword. He, I honestly do believe the guy actually thought we were in a matrix and he was Mm -hmm. not happy about it either. And he was like, fuck that. I'm going to take this motherfucker down any way I can. But like I said, any way I can, it doesn't matter how disgusting or how disturbed you have to get. You're just going to keep doing whatever you think might get you that result. That was another thing where I think he kind of lost himself. Yeah. So um, 
so I think they might be a part of that also, which pushing this stuff, this leftist ideology might actually add to that also bringing down the system because you're just going to push it so hard to one side. The pillars, the Kabbalah pillars are going to break and the new aeons are going to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, I've been reading a lot of uh, Alice Bailey's works and her husband, uh, Fred, I think it was Foster Bailey, and he was a, he was a Freemason. I think he was either a 32nd or 33rd degree. But, you know, they talk so much about uh, the New World Order, and they're pretty open about calling it that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, they, and she says, you know, the Masons are going to be a huge part of that, and they're working to kind of. Uh, oh, I think they are by, by far, by yeah. far, huge part of that huge yeah because they're, they're kind of building that mindset for this utopia you know manly p hall talked about it um uh albert pike talked about it but not exactly he didn't call it the new world order but he was basically you know talking about uh trying to get back to making the world more of like a utopia or making things right in the world and he even said that was part of what masonry was about was making the world uh, right so it's yeah. like well you know what the funny thing is is that sometimes if he actually said the world right if he did use that word right i could be totally i'm gonna to be totally honest with you that might have been an occult phrase in itself oh wow because a lot of it i'm going to this is just gonna sound crazy and this will be one of the things like you said sometimes it's just common sense or it's just stuff out in the open that people just don't look at a lot of it has to literally do with what part of the brain you're functioning in I swear mm. to God, it has a lot to do science and stuff like that actually do have a lot to do with occultism. So him saying we got to get the whole world right would actually kind of make sense because, well, we got to get everybody into the right side of the brain. So they're not living off of emotions uh, and they're not stuck to this world because gotcha. when you live on the left hand side of the brain, you're just throwing handcuffs onto everything to stay here and you'll be stuck in a hamster loop. And let's say there is you know, multiple lives. You're just going to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I wish I could remember for sure if he said that word. I, I, and I just read this last uh, night, actually. But anyway, I can't remember anything anymore. That's why, like, sometimes I'll have like the right of Ulysses or the right of so and so, but it's spelled R I T E. Believe me, it, it's still insinuating the right hand side. It's just spelled. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> that's interesting, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they got to uh, keep people, even both sides, emotional because mm-hmm. oh, they're doing controlled. it really well on the right hand side too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like um, they can they can pretty much carry out like especially when when you know Trump was president, like they can um, put something out in the news, and uh, like especially if they come if they were going to come after him for something, they knew exactly how his base would react, and they knew exactly how their base would react, mm-hmm. and so they could do something just the opposite. It's like they've got people so controlled, you know, so uh, conditioned to, to think emotionally <laughs> that both sides are super easily controlled. And it's just like, I'm sure you've thought this too. You kind of, yeah. it's, you know, it's funny that you're saying that. Cause like, I have literally seen, like, I guess like maybe let's say you had an account where you could actually see like what people on both sides are talking about um, or just came across or whatever. Like you, you can literally see like the same clip being used in like some kind of post or something that people on the right would be like, yeah, fucking Trump. Yeah, he's awesome. This and that. And then the same thing, though. So now you're getting their emotions going. And then the same exact thing, though, on the other side has them like practically on the floor having a little, you know, hissy fit. Right. <laughs> so it's like, yo, this he's emotions insane on both sides, just from the same yeah. exact thing. Yeah. yeah. Same exact phrase. 
I know. Yeah, I, I know. I saw a lot of uh, people I know on the left that are I'm talking about educated people, very intelligent people. But yeah. under Trump, they fell for it hook, line and sinker and became sure. just a bundle of emotions. And, and, you know, it's like they don't even use critical thinking skills anymore. But yet they still yeah. think they're so yeah. intelligent. You know what the thing is, is that that that's how they got them to switch. It had nothing to do with the actual intelligence. They were able to probably play off the feelings he might have been creating and other weak-minded people by the stuff he said. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. such a horrible man. You're not even really thinking statistically or logically or, or you're smart anymore. You're just now going by the emotions you think he's creating in someone else. So now you can look at him as a bad guy and it had really nothing to do with what he really was saying. You know what I'm saying? Or like, or his stance on, on things. You're right. just focusing now on the only horrible things that he's saying, which only is emotional stuff. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. now you've actually defeated someone with some intelligence with emotions by playing off of the stuff he says, mm -hmm. or, if, or if he was doing it himself, you know, who knows? Right. <laughs> right. It was all, if that was all part of the plan too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny, man. You, you read those Alice Bailey books and they talk about the plan, the plan, the plan. She constantly talks about the plan and her husband does as well. And it's, Oh, like, there's a, yeah. There's even, uh, I will say, uh, it, it hasn't, I don't think I've released it. Oh no, it came out today. I might've mentioned it today. There's a, there's like a three part series that we're covering on, um, the Shriners and the Jesters and even the Jesters, they have a book, which is their initiation. And sometimes like they'll even like kind of like do it as like a thing. It's called Book of the Play. I mean, it's not much different than the movie. Oh, okay. It's still a play. The play is just like, you know, you're watching it live. You know what I'm saying? A movie is just recorded. Right. So, shit. You know, and then there's a plenty of other things that will, you know, I don't want to get into too much. I don't want to talk about shit I haven't released yet, but there's plenty of things where that starts to like, you know, you start really seeing it on both sides now. And you're like, oh, wait, you know, this phrase kind of sounds like that from that order. These people call themselves these and you're seeing that like on the Internet as like truth and it's they're completely off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, that's cool, man. I, yeah. I've actually been kind of uh, toying around with the idea of doing a show on the gestures, too. So. I found some. Uh, I, I will tell you when my stuff is over with, if you liked it, I will send you everything I have on it. Oh, By the time cool. this very series cool. is over, it's going to be three series on them. And then another series on another inner order of them that I think is pulling off something amazing right now. It's the, the biggest psyop I've probably ever seen besides all this other stuff that I think is doing it. And if, and if you, that, if that rings with you and you, you, that stuff, you know, you like it, I will send you everything I have and you can have everything I used and make your own show out of it. Awesome. Because I, be I believe I believe I'm 100 percent correct. And it's something that people need to start seeing because it's really pushing the right totally out fall fall right field living in some submissive delusional land. Mm -hmm. and, it need, and it needs to stop because it's really going to cause more problems. I think yeah. you know, if it hits the fan. You don't need to have people living in a fantasy world. You need to have you know normal people with their head on straight saying, no, we're not going to take this shit anymore. Mm hmm. You can't have some submissive person thinking the Wizard of Oz is coming to save you when there is none. Right, right. <laughs> and they were kind of like your people are handing over their will and their devotion to something that's never once proved itself worthy. That's right. scary. It really is, man. It really is. I, you know, I, I live here in the South. You know, I talk about this all the time, but uh, you know, people kind of thought that people from the South would push back against the government and all these kind of things. Not here, man. Not here. I mean, they just kind of buckled down and everything closed up and they just obeyed. 
and it's like I think it's that way pretty much across the board. And it's um, oh, oh, New York was real quick. I mean, it's so freaking Democrat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was like there was no fighting. I mean, maybe like a, you know a few like you know personal shop owners, but like you know shit just closed down real quick. Right, right. So tons of businesses go out. Too. It was horrible. Yeah, uh, tons of people moving. Like like that was legit. I even saw that happening. Tons of moving trucks constantly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's it's unbelievable that you know people have to be kind of uh socially conditioned or brainwashed to not understand that that they're killing small businesses and things are the the economic powers are consolidating under this whole thing and it's just you know people are in denial about it (laughs) it's crazy yeah Yeah. it's it's a it's a weird scary time and you need people to be thinking straight at this moment you know (laughs) absolutely well, I heard you uh, on Jack's show and mentioned um, you were actually well, I mentioned a few weird things on there. <laughs> <laughs> that no, was probably was actually the best episode I've ever done. So now you got to step up your game. Yeah, right. Exactly. That was a <laughs> that was, great episode. It was, yeah, that was probably the most I've ever really came out and said about my own experiences. So. Well, th- no, that was a great episode, man. Fantastic. I was listening to it and I was like, I was just in awe. Yeah, normally I get nervous because like some, you know, because I'll even say it myself, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, if I probably would have heard some of the things I'm saying now, I'd be like, yo, what do you've lost your mind? Like, come on, dude. You know? Right. But, you know, <laughs> or, you know, it's like one of those um from the Pleiades system. Like, I'd be looking at it like one of these people and I'd just be like, oh, come on, I can't. But, uh, you know, and then it, I find myself here like, holy shit, this shit's actually real. Right. Yeah. So it makes it makes me nervous sometimes to come out and say, because I don't want... You know, you can get that with like David Icke. I mean, he has some stuff that I think is great. Then he might have some stuff that is a little bit out there, but then a lot of people just discredit everything. Right. You know, when he might have actually dropped like maybe a few real jewels in there. Now, since if you discredit everything, you're not going to learn anything from the guy. So like, I'm afraid of that happening. So I never really divulged too much. But at this point, it's just like, fuck it. I mean, if you don't believe, (laughs) if you don't want to hear my shit, you don't want to hear my shit. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, that's, that's, you know, that's the kind of world we live in now where like people, if, if they identify with you, they're going to like you no matter what you do. Yeah. And if they don't like you, they're probably going to dislike you no matter what. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it's really sad because we don't take things uh, like single actions or single statements, single subjects even and, and break them down and say, Oh, I can agree with this or I can disagree with that. Or I relate to this or that. We just like blanketly judge things, you know, and it's, it's really a shame because mm-hmm. you can't learn that way. But um, yeah, I was, you know, what you were talking about, uh, you were involved in one of the rituals and uh, it was just amazing what you were saying about um, kind of a, your kind of an out of body experience, I guess you would say. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was, those were the things that actually made me uh, stop because I was just like, those things started happening to me and it like there was like i think about like at least i had about four experiences i think like two of them the first one first time it happened i was like oh no you know what the hell is that i wasn't trying to do that then i think the second time i tried and then like one of the other times i really wasn't but it started to worry me because i was just like i'm not even trying to make this happen and it is and i was like this is scary but i for sure believe that um yeah that i had an outer body experience now i don't know if it was you know, my opinion, it was definitely astral, but it might have been a little bit more like uh, they'll call it like, you know, tethering where your soul. This is my opinion. This is part of real magic. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you're 
it is actually like your soul technically leaving your body, wow. which in my opinion also is what explains issues with blood because mm-hmm. I had to go to the hospital. Well, I chose to go because I, I didn't know what the fuck was wrong with me. It, it legit felt like, um, like I always say, like, you know, because I also believe in a little bit of the moon matrix, I'll say it felt like I had the weight of the moon on me. Like I just felt mm-hmm. like I was being compressed, pushed in. I just didn't feel comfortable horrible migraines um i think i even left out a jack show there was one time the morning of the day that i sent myself to the hospital i was like holding on to the sink and i was like violently shaking i just like couldn't fucking sit still i felt like i had like electricity going through my legs it was just such the weirdest experience and uh you know i ended up going to the hospital and uh they really could not find anything wrong with me nothing Except for for some reason, I've never had this as an issue before. And I've gone back two more times since then, just like for a checkup and my blood is fine. But for some reason, my hemoglobin was jacked up to like 19.6. I have never had that issue before. They had to give me a bag of saline and a bag of blood to thin my blood out because it's basically like syrup at that point. Wow. So now, now, you know, so I'm like, yo, what the, you know, like, does this have to do with like the blood stuff now? Cause I've always like believed, like I, I used to believe that maybe this idea of like adrenochrome was neither like a little off or it was just like pushing an idea too far, but I was still like thinking it was possible. So now when I started having this experience with like my own blood, I was like, yo, wait, what, what's going on? Like, like if this is a side effect from doing magic, could that be why, like, you hear some famous people, like, traveling with, like, a suitcase of blood with them? Yeah. Are they bring yeah. their own with them because they know after they're done doing what they're doing, they're going to need blood. And at least I'll use my own. I know that's okay. Right. Some weird stuff like that, you know? Or is that why, like, I mean, even I'll say it in, in the cakes of light, in the OTO, uh, in the Gnostic Mass, you do, uh, you know, like, you eat a cake of light and you take a shot of wine. It's cooked out, but they, uh, the priestess, whichever priestess is doing the that Gnostic mask, Gnostic mask, her uh, menstrual fluid will be in that cake. Wow, yeah, I, you know, I was curious about that because I know, you know, little things that I've read about uh, the OTO, it, you know, flu- bodily fluids are used quite a bit in the rituals. Oh. So I didn't know, um, you know, we see all these like sex cults and things kind of coming out in the in the press and especially in other countries they seem to be better about prosecuting some of their politicians and people (laughs) you're right yeah for sure it makes me wonder if if some of these uh politicians and these people aren't maybe not the oto but something similar maybe even more sinister uh some kind of sex cult you know the Oh, well, if you if you check out the jesters and then when you check out my show you'll see that they're very very much associated with prostitution and underage stuff and very big in brazil too oh, okay very cool I, well i yeah. ran into uh, a lady well no i didn't run into her, i ran into her work called sandy frost Yo, yo, believe it or not. And this is funny. You're mentioning her because I actually gave, I tried to get in touch with this lady, but I I gave her a shout out and a credit. I think in the the second part, I did get a lot of the stuff from her, but the difference between that is that I went and actually made like, she references Pacer. Well, I, so I went and made the Pacer account and I did find legal documentation on the things that she, some of the things I didn't look through all of it because I didn't right. want to find my own stuff, but I took like three things from her, the thing with Brazil, the thing with the taxes. And I think the stuff with, uh, with the, the transferring the, the, 
the prostitutes from New York to Kentucky, I did find legal documentation on all that stuff to prove it's true. So that is in my, in the episode that I put out uh, part one is today. And then part two will be next Wednesday, but I did get a lot of stuff from her, but I did find actual legal stuff. I think I even found some commercials, a bunch of, uh, you know, newspaper stuff. Like I did find like legit stuff to back it up to say, like, it's not just somebody saying this happened. Like it, yeah. it, really, yeah. it really did, you know? I was kind of wondering if she kind of got blackballed. Uh, that's a major oh, term. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> that's, that was good. That was, <laughs> but, uh, but no, you know, because I could hardly find anything about her and I would, I would go on like, uh, you know, links that had supposedly had her. Yes. Book. Yeah. You own, you click on it and it takes you to like CBS news or something. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's like, yo, you, so the internet totally just like wiped that out. It will say right. like, it goes to like news vine or something like that. That's what the link will say. You'll yeah. click on her stuff and it takes you to a completely different site. It's like somebody changed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so that was the reasons why I was like, okay, well, now I have to start digging because either somebody's trying to hide something or this lady's just talking shit. And I, she was telling the truth, in my opinion. Yeah, oh, I think so too because I looked at her credentials. She'd won several awards and and she had done other exposes. You can't hmm. really find anything from her now. I tried contacting like, her on Twitter. She wouldn't answer me, and then I emailed her and I got no answer. I we I, we wanted to have her on for the show. Once yeah. I like realized the stuff was legit, I was like, yo, if we can get her on, that would be great. No answer. Yeah. You got to work. You know, you kind of wonder if. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll even I'll tell you the truth. I even told my boy, I said, you know, when we get done doing like this whole four part series to go into the other one, I said, you know, I'm going to be honest. I might be like if this does catch on and I'm sure it won't because people are going to have to pay attention and listen to it and they're going to have to stop lying to themselves to understand it. Um, it, I think a few people will get it though. Um, but if it got big, I would be like a little worried actually, like maybe, you know, like yeah. should I start worrying about covering my back because if this is true and I do believe it to be true, if it caught on, I think that would uh, piss a lot of people off. Right. Oh yeah. I'm sure it would. Yeah. And for people that don't know the, the gestures, the Royal order of the gestures, right. Uh, aren't they like a step up from the Shriners? Is that correct? Yes. The only way you can become a jester is if you're a Shriner. Right. And the Shriners are kind of known as the big boys, the uh, upper classmen. A lot of these guys have money. And uh, if the a lot of them are all like political too, almost. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. And then, this is the one that's the one that I think is uh, the one that's pulling off some crazy shit. There is now another order within the jesters too. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'll just uh, fuck it. I'll put. I'll say it. It's called the Order of Quetzalcoatl. Very that's interesting. A, a Q, and they call themselves Qs. And that's the uh, plumed serpent god, right, from uh, the Mexican lore. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Graham Graham Hancock and people talk about him a lot. So you, know, you could also think of too. Um, you know what the Shriner hats? Do you ever look at those Shriner hats? Yeah, the Fed. Let's say let, let's say you put the hat on the floor and you're standing up and looking down on it. What would that hat kind of look like with that tassel hanging off? Because the, uh, hmm. the Q actually is supposed to represent besides the numbers. Uh, I see what you mean. Okay. The Q yeah. also represents that Quetzalcoatl's mouth open with the tongue hanging out. If you're looking at it directly on with the mouth open. That's what the cue is, the tongue hanging out of the mouth. Very interesting. Wow. And on their site, Supreme HQ, I think, or something like that, they even say that, <clears throat> this is really fucked up, fun is the aim, transportation is the game. 
their whole thing is supposedly playing off that we transfer transport children to places that you know can't afford it. Um, so and they even have their own Q for kids.org. <laughs> so wow. are we actually being trolled by the sick fucks that are actually doing the kids shit? Because that, that would be that would be some damn clown world if I say so. All right. Yeah. Just as they're about clown world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, don't trust anyone, any grown man who pretends to want to be around children for good reasons. And he's and they're not his kids and they're not his nieces <laughs> and nephews. Watch that, MF, because <laughs> yeah, and you know what the, the genius thing with that is that once you bring that up and you start pushing that idea, all of a sudden now you got women very involved in conspiracy theories and politics when they normally wouldn't have been. But you mentioned kids. Oh fuck, you'll get a reaction. Of course. I mean, it's a motherly thing to do. Of course, you're going to worry about kids. So now we've got other people feeding off of feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just it was it was a really, in my opinion, one of the greatest ways of really spreading the umbrella of, uh, you know, ruling people with emotions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, man. It was the biggest uh, operation, I think, that we've ever seen, probably. And yeah. it, as far as it was all encompassing with taking on both sides, the left and the right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it just worked in favor of this globalism so much because, you know, of course, the corporate media who's in bed with the globalists and owned by global corporations and stuff like that, they are, they just make anyone who is not following the narrative that, you know, the government is putting out now, which is Biden and whoever, you know, really controls him. But if you don't follow that narrative, you're a Q guy, you're, you're a conspiracy yeah. theorist. Yeah. So they've been able to throw all the you know, all the conditioning and stuff that happened in the last five years. Oh yeah. If, if you, if you don't believe the news then you're a Q person and you're insane. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it's gotten to. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're setting it up. So you cannot speak out against your government. And I think, you know, I don't know if you'd agree with me, but I feel like they're trying to really kind of, uh, because they've killed so many jobs and so many businesses. I think they're wanting to, you know, oh, they're going to push communism as a globalist agenda. Right. Right. Sure. And, and, and I even think the secret societies are in on that. Like that's something I will say. I think the OTO is a part of for sure. I think their major thing, you know, if you, if you were to look at a lot of these secret societies and even Lux says it too. And one of my other friends, the walrus, if you ever hear him on my show, I could hook you up with him too. He's great. He's like, he's like a good, oh, cool. He's another ceremonial magician that was like, yo, this shit's just getting crazy. And I got to you know, say stuff, too. Uh, he will even say uh, all these secret societies also kind of fit a different type of person. The OTO, you're going to get a lot more of the edgier person. You're going to get um, homosexuals. You will get bisexuals because Crowley admits to being you know, bisexual. So you'll get a lot of the even like um, you know, far out there sexual ideas or identities will attract to that if they're interested in magic because Crowley was you know, into that stuff. So now you have people like that. Then if you're kind of like a little bit more of the middle or maybe a little bit more to the right, you would probably be a lot more interested in the Golden Dawn because it's really not like it doesn't have that edginess to it at all. It's just very much that is much more of a regimented school type thing. Mm. Then, you know, the temp, it, yeah, Church of Satan, Temple of Set for even more edgier people or people just straight out like, yeah, I hate everybody. I hate God. You know, so now you got those people. You you know you, the Freemasons for the old rich people or whatever. You, you, all these secret societies really do kind of cover all different types of people that you can get. Mm. And I and I, and I feel yeah. and I feel that they also 
part of their agenda is fueling those types of people with whatever beliefs or direction they want them to go in also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense, man. I never thought about it that way, but uh, yeah, it's, it's wild how many of these different secret societies there really are. Uh, now, isn't the, um, isn't the golden dawn uh, related to the Rosicrucians or is that the OTO or is it all? They're both. I was going to say both actually. Okay. Right. And, and the, you know, this was a funny thing how like, you know, we're talking about these secret societies being like kind of connected or working together. Uh, when I had Luxon, I think originally on my, my own show, uh, I had one cause he got in touch with me cause he heard me on, I think lift the veil or whatever or somewhere else. And um, he contacted me and he was like, kind of this, not the same situation with them push, pushing a leftist ideologies is that he realized he was being lied to. And uh, the reason why he joined it was not going to be the reason like why they're, it just, it didn't fit. Like he just, it was not a match for him anymore because he realized it was a bunch of lies and a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, he even said, once you start getting up high enough, um, they suggest, and it, the first thing is that he, even him before joining, he was totally against anything Crowley was into. He even specified like, cause you got to fill out paperwork to join them, give reasons why you kind of got to do that with the OTO also. Mm-hmm. Um, he specified like, because you guys aren't associated with polemic magic or Alistair Crowley at all. That was one of the reasons why he chose the golden dawn. Cause he thought it was more of a pure and like angelic type, you know? Or just and it doesn't have so much of the evil to it. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, they even agree with them. Oh, for sure. You're in the right place. He's, well, once you get up high enough, he's like, now they start suggesting, like, if you really want to, like, commit to magic and, like, really, like, live it and make it your life and dive, you know, all the way in. They're like, you know, we suggest to join the Astrum Argentum. Well, that's mm-hmm. Crowley's other secret society. Right. Like, that was his He's well, I even question if he really started it. But, you know, if you look at the OTO, he took that over from Theodore Roos and somebody else, you know, going by history and what we're told, if it's true, Crowley started the Astrum Argentum. I don't believe he did, but Mm -hmm. that's how it goes. So looking at that, it's like, well, then why are you telling me to join that? When I joined, you told me you guys were not associated with any of his stuff. And now the Astrum Argentum is like a real legit secret thing. Like if you join it, First off, you're going to have to read like 15 books and like take a ridiculous test online that you're going to like print out the questions, fill them out. You're going to need to mail them or email them to somebody. You're not talking to anybody in person. Then you become a student. You will have somebody uh, basically handed to you. This will be like your mentor as you're practicing or doing anything and and whatever the stuff that you're supposed to at this moment, this is the person that you will ask for their experience in it. Not going to ask them how to do it. Just need their experience and maybe that will help you. You're never going to meet that person. And then the only time you're going to see anybody is when you go to do an initiation. Then even then, one of my friends was completely shit faced drunk after he took the neophyte grade and wasn't supposed to tell me anything, told me straight up. He said I had to fly to Italy, which they do have a spot over in Italy, and that he got picked up from a hotel the next day. They put him in a car. They legit put a bag over his head and they took him somewhere. And he has no idea where they took him. And he said that they started once they brought him to wherever he was supposed to be because he was like, yo, the OTO initiations ain't got nothing on the AA. He's like, I thought they were going to kill me. They were cutting me. And I went home with scabs. <laughs> like, that's all he told me. Like, I was trying to get more out of him because he was shit faced. He's like, I really am supposed to be telling you this right now. You know, like drunken texted me, but he was like blown away about like what just happened. And I was like, see, now that's some real secret society shit. You really don't even know who's who knows who could have been there. 
You fucking Obama could have been whipping you for, you know, I mean, I doubt it, but I'm just saying like when you got in, in, you know, and their, their robes only have holes for the eyes. Another thing, which I found a little weird. It's almost like a man. It almost looks just like a KKK hat, but it doesn't have the top. It's just like a regular hood, almost like a, a, an executioner's hood that that goes with your robe. So you were only seeing eyes. You don't know who the hell's doing anything. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I could even send you a picture. I wasn't in the Astro Magentum, but at the time when I got into the OTO, I thought that shit was gangster looking. I was like, oh, I'm going to be like some magic ninja. And I went out and spent the $250 and fucking bought one. You know, so I could even send you a picture of the hood. I mean, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, man, that is wild, dude. That is so wild. Yeah, I, I, I've read, you know, a little bit about them, but not much. And, and I'm sure most of my audience hasn't heard of them. And it's just, yeah. it's crazy. It's insane how deep the rabbit hole goes. And, and I know you guys have been doing some shows, you know, about the CIA. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, and they're connected, of course, to these different... Huge. Uh, Honestly, I think they're probably part of the reason about why it got even so bad it is now, too. So I think like once the CIA got involved, I think the government actually totally understands occultism and is using it itself. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably like the fall, really, of of like what's really screwing us is like the you know, that. And I do believe Crowley, believe it or not. I think when he publicized magic so much, uh, people maybe it wasn't as secret anymore. So like more people know you're going to speed up the process of the directions it's going in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that the thing between him and the government also like being very aware of how to do magic, I think is what's like kind of gotten us to where we are now. That makes sense, man, because why wouldn't they, if something works and it's the only way they can get what they want done, <laughs> of course they're going to use it. You know, they have Yep. Yep. I mean, in the CIA documents that we read right off of their website, I mean, some of the stuff they said in there was like blowing my mind. I mean, I was even telling Lux, I'm like, people are flipping out about the election right now. But if they read this shit and knew this shit, I would think that this is a much more serious problem, actually. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it obviously means nothing. I mean, they'll just they can really technically almost do anything and it, we would never realize it. Right. So some of the stuff that they're admitting to or they think is possible. Or scientific, the scientists are saying they think is possible. It's like, well, I did nothing really. I mean, what could we really do besides just say no now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the scary, only thing man. we can do is just say no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's like leadership from probably since the beginning of time has been trying to figure out, well, how do I control large amounts of people? And, uh, you know, yeah, we already are controlled. That's the thing. And like, that's why I'm saying, like, at this point, it's just like, you just have to say, like, fuck it. No, like a lot of things. Right. Yeah, because right. you don't because we don't even realize how controlled we already are. Right, that's true. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, it's it's just so hard for people to take themselves out of uh, themselves out of um, the, the bubble. You know, you're either in the right <laughs> bubble or the left bubble, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know what the thing is too. That's that in, and that plays off of the ego and emotions too. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I will admit it myself. I was very much uh, big into Q for a while. Mm-hmm. It sucks to say and admit like, fuck, I was lied to or I got duped. Of course it is. It's going to hurt your ego. You're going to feel like an asshole. You're not going to want to admit it to anybody. You're going to feel like an idiot even telling, you know, maybe admitting it to your friends. I told you you're crazy. You don't want to look them in the face and be like, yeah, you were right. That hurts. So instead, to preserve your ego, you will just keep lying to yourself and saying, yeah, I think that's true. Even when you when you actually have a doubt in. And I can guarantee you at least half of those people that are into that stuff do have that slight doubt in them and they just don't want to lie to themselves. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to tell themselves the truth. They'd rather lie because it's so much easier on your ego. Yeah. <laughs> so like the, the emotions are still getting us. Definitely. 
<laughs> Definitely. And, you know, it, there was, I mean, Q wasn't wrong about everything. And I think that's. No, no, no. I, I think there's, I think there's a lot of real stuff in there. I will even say, I think the Q drops, Lux thinks it and that other guy, Walrus thinks it and other people I've spoken to. I am 100% positive that that's like scrying. That's mm. all that, that's somebody scrying and drop, just dropping shit, you know, from their scrying sessions mm. onto whatever board. So, and scrying would be actually part of real magic with a K. You are at that point, you are like time traveling kind of with the, with astral travel. So, mm-hmm. so now if that is possible, let's just, just, you know, hypothetically, if you could go look into the future and see certain things, you could, let's say, know something that actually doesn't mean anything and then tell people it does like this whole, like, I'm just going to say this whole ever given thing, evergreen thing. Let's yeah. just say that totally thing was a total bullshit, even though I think there might be some truth to it. I'm still a little iffy on the fence. Let's just say that whole thing's bullshit. Well, if you were to drop that in a, in a Q drop, everybody's going to look at that and think it's something automatically when something else is going on on the other side and nobody's looking at it now. Yeah. It's the whole thing that I mean, that's mad. That's, that's the whole magic with pulling the rabbit out of the hat. <laughs> and you, you know what? It's really even funny that I was on somebody else's show. People don't even realize when you're at a, you're watching the magician show and he's putting that chick inside the coffin and he's cutting her. She's in on it too. <laughs> so don't think people that are part of this movie aren't in on the whole scheme also. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's part of the show, but she's in on the whole trick too. Yeah. Yeah. It's in don't even really- look at that. It's like, <laughs> you got some guy that's like known as a lifelong Democrat. All of a sudden, you know, Flynn, he now he's you know, loving Trump. Come on. Oh, the pillow guy. What the fuck is the pillow guy got to do with this? <laughs> like, you know, you got people thinking that, uh, that you're going to have Bill Burr, Trump, uh, Flynn, Linwood all, all floating out of a cloud, but it's not really a cloud. It's the pillow guy. And they're going to land, you know, here and save uh, humanity. Like it's, that's not happening. Right. Yeah. And it also works on people like, you know, when you put these ideas out there, people try to manifest them to come true because they want them to come true. And I think that yeah. was really a big part of Q too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I even think, I mean, if you get people on the right wavelength, see, that's kind of like what egregores are something I think the EOTO is using a lot right now. That would be as if like, there was like, let's say there was like 15 to 20 of us and we wanted to kind of create our own deity to go do our own task. Um, you all have to kind of be on like the same, like on point, the same thought process, the whole thing. So, you know, and there, there is, it's to believe that you can create some kind of entity out of that together. If that's possible. I mean, for sometimes I wonder like, do things become self you know, filled prophecies, self-fulfilled prophecies just because of so many people believing it so much. Like, is that possible? Mm-hmm. You know, it could yeah. be for all I know. I don't know. Yeah. But like that could be another way how, you know, so maybe some of the Q stuff almost becomes real because it's so many people believe it. Right. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. It really does, man, because you know, that's a lot of power. That's a lot of energy. And, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of people who are also, you know, working to make it happen, too, uh, mm-hmm. even if it's just like subtly. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you sense. got both sides. It's like you're feeding them little crack hits here and there on both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all like just emotion. It's all emotion beating stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I said, uh, I, I kind of woke up about the same time as you around probably 2010. Uh, you know, I had some doubts before that, but uh, it was around uh, the time, I guess, that uh, Romney and Obama were running. And I was like, wait a minute. this." <laughs> yeah, something- yeah. You know what? That's funny. That is around the same time for me. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny because I remember that that was going on around the time. 
yeah, I just, you know, it just felt so uh, fake. I mean, I never trusted 9-11 either, but I never really dived into stuff. When mm-hmm. 9-11 happened, even I was just like, yo, what? Like, I, I, did, I thought something was off. Something was wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was around that same time as you, yeah, that I really got into this stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's like you've seen just in that time period, so many things changed. That seemed like eons ago, you know, and it's like really it wasn't that long ago and um imagining that time now from here thinking yeah where we would be then right wow said that to people think of just adding another 20 years in the progression that we're going i can't even imagine what it will look no no uh it'll be some kind of uh something from a sci-fi movie i imagine yeah 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 i'm thinking like whenever you see like a like like a sci-fi version of like china or tokyo or some weird thing where it's like everything's like you know gloomy looking and it's all like electronic and everybody's just like the same yeah some weird sci-fi like that's how i picture like is that what we're gonna be in 20 years with the way we're going oh definitely that's like you know it's pretty scary and shitty and that's one thing i wanted to to ask you too because a, a lot of uh, people who are kind of into like new age kind of different things like that mm-hmm. are saying, you know, there's about to be this awakening, I guess, you know, like kind of the age of Aquarius yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But to me, it's like when I look around, I do see, that, you know, we, of course, we're online and we see people who are starting to you know, realize a lot of this stuff is, is a joke that we've been told and different things like that. But also at the same time, look what happened like we've been talking about, we have the left and the right who are so conditioned right now that it seems like more people than ever are kind of like <laughs> fooled. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I don't want to get sound like doom and gloom here, but in my opinion, that whole idea of the great awakening, uh, the way it's being pushed and by the people it's being pushed by, in my opinion, it's not going to be uh, the way that people actually think it's going to be. It's going to be the, probably the farthest thing from it. If in my opinion, this type of great awakening would fit more of the ideology of what I think the secret societies are trying to do. This great awakening is not going to be anything that anybody's going to like. Mm-hmm. Now, could it be a positive one? It, yeah. We still have a chance, but in my opinion, the great awakening really is uh, them. Part of it, I think is that they actually want to pull something across into here. That's going to destroy the matrix. That's mm-hmm. my opinion of what, you know, it kind of goes along with Crowley's idea. Um, I don't know if you're into, I don't know if I completely buy into the idea of a flat earth, but I do believe in a dome. And that is even referenced a lot in occultism. I hate to say it. That mm-hmm. sounds a little out there. I mean, it sounds a little sad, gloom. But uh, I do believe in the dome idea, at least. And my opinion is that that actually is going to eventually crack, fall, because of whatever they're doing or trying to pull through. And that will be kind of the great awakening. It's going to be more of a biblical ending, in my opinion. I know that sucks and that that sounds shitty uh, for people who maybe aren't completely tied into the matrix. I don't think uh, you'll really have an issue, but I think for people that are slaves to this world, whatever is going to come next, they're just going to be part of it because they're, they're already on the vibratory kind of like wavelength to stay here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't match, I don't think you got a problem. But uh, to some people, it might look like the sky is falling and uh, it might be a biblical ending. 
you know, I, I, if, if it was to happen and it was to happen in the way that I thought it was happening, I probably wouldn't be nervous. I'd be like, fuck, I was right. I mean, I'd probably be shocked and scared. I'd be like, wow, I was right. And I wouldn't be so nervous, maybe a little bit more welcoming. Cause I'd be like, finally, the fucking game's over. I can get out of here and hopefully I don't come back again. <laughs> and, and I know that sounds really far out there and I, I hate to get out to that point, but my opinion, I think the great awakening that's being pushed, uh, you know, occultic in the, in the, cult society is not a positive one it's more of actually like destroying the system we're in and uh basically taking it over and being in control of it it's just mm -hmm. like another, it's just another control system it's just like we want to ruin the next one and take over the we want to ruin the old one take over the new one and the new one's not going to really be positive for everybody either yeah now you know if we all changed and maybe opened up our eyes and saw what was really going on i think that could be stopped yeah what well, man that's awesome we've been at it about yeah. an hour so uh this has been a great show man i knew it would be and, yeah 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 actually that went by real quick yeah i know right <laughs> i definitely would love to talk to you and have you on again so yeah anytime know. anytime you want to man just let me know i'll, I'll make it happen very cool yeah. well uh please uh, give everybody your uh, links and just where oh, you yeah. can find your stuff the NY Patriot, uh, I think it might be on BitChute is like the NY Patriot 1978, but I have uh, the NY Patriot. I'm on a BitChute, YouTube, Rumble, um, Apple, uh, you know, and regular podcasts. And then I have uh, the Occult Rejects that were on um, BitChute, YouTube, Rumble, Gab TV. Also, I got a Gab TV account. We are going to, we do have a website. It's just not actually functioning yet. And uh, yeah, YouTube and that stuff. Yeah. And the occult rejects for that one. Awesome, man. Very yeah. cool. Well, there was my show with NY Patriot. I had a great time. Hope you did too. He was great. And uh, actually, right after we did this show, my show, then I did his show. So he said that would be out in the next two to three weeks, depending, because he's got some shows already scheduled to come out. So look for that. And I will post that on my social media when it does come out. Also, on my Patreon this week, I put up an extra audio clip. It's about 17, 18 minutes long. That's exclusive to Patreon, just to say thank you to my supporters. And I also put up this week's show, which won't come out for a few more days, but I always put it up early on Patreon. I try to do it anywhere from two, two days to a week early to say thank you. And uh, I really appreciate all you guys for supporting me. If you'd like to do that, it's patreon.com forward slash the odd man out. And you can become a member of the Society of the Cryptic Savants. I'm kind of going for that value for value model. You know, if you got something out of this show, kind of like No Agenda does, just like No Agenda does, they invented it. If you got something out of this show and it provided value for you, maybe you can give me something back. I really appreciate it. Also, uh, if you don't mind, please, please share the show because we're fighting against very well-funded corporate-backed shows. If you can, please share the show on social media, share it with your friends, tell people about it because we're fighting very well-funded and sometimes corporate-backed podcasts. And I try to give you a little bit different flavor than some other podcasts. So please share and please, if you can, take a few minutes to give me a good review. I really, really appreciate it. And also, if you ever want me to promote you, 
your links, your business, whatever, as long as it's not offensive, I'd be happy to give the link a shout out or the name of your business or your name or whatever. And uh, you just holler at me. If you become a patron, I'll do that for you. Also, I should have another show out next week. I think it's going to be on Freemasonry. That'll be the fourth show officially on Freemasonry. So look out for that. And I appreciate everyone's support. Listen to the Boiler Room on Thursday nights. Be sure and check out the NY Patriot and also check out his other show, The Occult Rejects, which I have been burning up. I've almost listened to the whole whole list of their shows already. I think they're great. So check them out. And uh, with that being said, cheers and blessings. And remember, their order is not our order. See you guys. <laughs>